BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. They can help you in any industry. With just one interview at Express, you have a connection to endless jobs. Whether you want a contract job or a new full-time role, choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit ExpressPros.com. That's ExpressPros.com today to find a location near you. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. We got a lot this hour coming up on Odell to the Rams. Just what the Rams do that not many other teams do. and This is why they keep their Super Bowl window open. And what the big takeaway is from Cam Newton returning to the Panthers. is I mean, besides the fact that, boy, knowing that when you're near the end of your NFL career, every week is going to be a fashion statement for him. His hats and his spats and his capris and his jackets and his studded shoes are going to be off the hook. Every week it's going to be, if you thought I brought it before, oh, no, no, I am bringing the fashion now. You just watch. 
People go, wait, wait, whoa, you said haberdasher. What does that mean? I don't even know what that means. Let me look it up. Well, trying to educate, inform, and expand the vocabularies of America. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right? I mean, look, learning doesn't end, at, you know, when the classroom days are over. A lifetime of learning <laughs> every day. Like, you can not start a quarterback and then use him, you know, even though he's supposed to be injured and he can come in and save your team and create chaos. You know, a Tua Tungavailoa situation. Uh, all of those things. You learn something new each and every day on this earth. And that's a beautiful thing. Uh, so we'll have more on that coming up in a few minutes. But Thursday night football doesn't go how we thought. It's a sloppy game. It's an awful game. It's a terrible game. Uh, the Dolphins beat the Ravens 22-10. to 10. The big play of the game, uh, the Dolphins take a close game and turn it into a two-score game. Xavier Howard forces a fumble. Sammy Watkins fumbles after catching a pass in the middle of the field, and they return it for a touchdown. And uh, that turned out to be the difference. The Dolphins score 16 points in the fourth quarter to win it 22-10. to 10. Now, before we get to Tua, let's let's get to Lamar Jackson here for a couple seconds because mm-hmm. look, he had a bad night, right? It was a bad game for Lamar, and all the MVP run he was now getting. Why is Lamar Jackson at the top of your MVP list? Um, I, I'm I'm fine with Lamar. I'm fine with this game. It was a bad game. Yes, it looked like a Lamar Jackson bad game from the last couple of years compared to this year. But whereas you saw it so many times in the last couple of years, you'd see it every few weeks. Boy, another stinker from Lamar. And the next three weeks would be great, but then you get a stinker. This is the first real big-time stinker that he's had like this. And watching him, he's hit a next level of his development. I mean, you didn't see it tonight, but he's hit the next level in that usually when the team is down late, Lamar Jackson finds a way to bring him back and win. I mean, that's kind of what he has done. That's kind of been his calling card this year. So I'm feeling much better about the Ravens. It can take this as a one-off. I know that the tendency is going to be to lump it into what we saw the last couple of years. Hey, Lamar is still limited, doesn't have great wide receivers, blah, 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 blah. No, I've seen enough of him in fourth quarter in games and find a way to put tons of yards up on the board uh, to feel that this is just going to be one of those games and can move on because he really has become a different guy. He's become not just an exciting player that can score 38 45 points which is what scares a lot of teams but when you get down to it in the playoffs you got a good defense oh you can contain him now it's even if you're up by two scores with eight minutes left Lamar's going to take you down and score two touchdowns to tie the game or go ahead it's almost like he and Patrick Mahomes have sort of switched roles there's some freaky Friday hit their heads together and this year and now it's Mahomes taking all the chances turning the football over and it's Lamar with the big comebacks when you look at what he's done this year he's been really good he's been good at the end of games he's brought the Ravens back so yeah I'm okay with exactly what's going on this year this is a bad game I'll crumple it up I'll throw it away for Lamar Jackson yeah I just look at it personnel wise is more the concern right with no Ronnie Stanley uh, and some shuffling on the offensive line you saw him take a lot of hits today you saw him under duress for much of the game and you don't have necessarily the running game as well as they've run in certain games right there there have been some you know go back to that Chargers game where it looked like oh right, they've arrived and then they go out and get thumped by Cincinnati and now Cincinnati what are they, right? We, we have all these questions, the transitive property or playing hot potato with who's the hot team and then moving forward. But the running back by committee situation, you're not getting a lot, you know, you're not afraid 
of Freeman or Bell or anybody that's running the ball. Tyson Williams has fallen out of favor at the receiver position. You saw a couple of times tonight, you know, Sammy Watkins gave up on what should have been at least an attempt at a touchdown in the back of the end zone, just pulled up and kind of jogged through and the ball falls incomplete. Uh, The fumble, you know, officiating certainly taking their lumps coming out of this game. Was that a fumble? Was it not? Did he have possession long enough? The late hit call, right? There was a roughing the passer call that they got that went to their benefits. Like, there's a superstar call. There you go. You got yours, Lamar Jackson. Good for you. Good for you, Lamar. Uh, But, you know, you're still trying to figure out outside of Mark Andrews who's winning their individual matchup on the outside. And that, that that's problem's going to persist. So I'm not worried about him. I'm worried about their personnel on both sides because that defensive secondary. How many times did you look at a receiver going, there's nobody on the screen? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, who's, <laughs> who's supposed to be out there? Like, there's blown <laughs> coverages and there's blown coverages. That's and you like, saw that a bunch tonight. That's like one of those plays when you're playing with your friends and, uh, you know, you say, hut. And, and the one guy's not paying attention, and the one guy just runs down the field, you throw it to him, and the guy goes, oh, I didn't know we start. Wait, you, didn't somebody call timeout? Because he's, exactly. he's like 50 yards past everybody. That was like what it was watching. Going, How is Ford that wide open? How is Wilson that wide open on this play? It, look, it was a bad game. It was just a bad game for the Ravens. And look, like we said, if I've said the same thing about the Cowboys this past week and the Rams sure. and the Bills, they just had bad games. It happens. You don't yeah. beat every team you're supposed to beat in the NFL. It's why they, any given Sunday or Monday or Thursday, this is how it works. You don't if 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 every team beat everybody they were supposed to the games would be boring but it doesn't happen that way no and that's it I mean you thought it ended with the games of week nine right and the madness that we saw on Monday night but here you have another one that you talk about not because you have a bunch of big plays you know the coffin corner uh, punt and what and the the big man illegal screen pass I mean that was great that it was like he was the intended target on that for Miami uh, and the flip towards the end zone I mean those are all fine and good the the big thing for me is to extrapolate you know where this loss puts the Ravens and just opening the door back up not that it's a division game but it's an AFC game and you've got everybody in the division on your heels and you know Pittsburgh plays um, Detroit this week so I mean you probably start penciling in the W Although, given the nature of the NFL the last couple weeks, uh, I think I'd be buying everything I could to ward off the evil spirits uh, that they don't claim you here against a winless team. Uh, But also, the rest of the Ravens' schedule going forward is no picnic. A lot of playoff teams and a lot of... uh, battling and cannibalism within the AFC North. So giving up a game where you're a heavy favorite on the road against a team that can't even decide about their quarterback is a problem for me. Mm. Uh, now, when it comes to the Miami Dolphins, this is where you know, every day that goes on, I feel so bad for the guy because Tua Tagovailoa, for whatever reason, is not the Dolphins' cup of tea, and he hasn't been their cup of tea for a year and a half now. The, now, when you can view the Dolphins the last year and a half through a wider-angle lens, why did they keep benching Tua at the end of games? They weren't sold he was their guy. I mean, they, they, that's never happened before in the NFL where you see 
repeatedly a number one draft pick, a high first round pick, get benched repeatedly at the end of games when they're not playing well, bringing in somebody else to win games. Right? You just don't see that. But last year it was in its own uh, vacuum. Well, the Dolphins have a chance. They, they, they could make the playoffs, so they want to try to do it. They don't want to give games away. Ryan Fitzpatrick gets hot, so you can do it. But now you see what the Dolphins have done over the course of the past few weeks. You keep hearing the, the talk that the, the that Stephen Ross wants Deshaun Watson. That deal is likely going to happen at some point. And there's no public uh, avowments of Tua Tungavailoa is our quarterback. Just one behind closed doors. Oh, no, no, Tua's our guy. They obviously don't want him. And you watch tonight Tua, who was not healthy enough to start, but healthy enough to back up Jacoby Brissett and come into the game when Brissett hurt his knee. And then when Brissett is cleared to come back into the game, they stick with Tua, which really either either they like the guy or they don't, but it's this big push-pull. Okay, if you're good enough to play, you're good enough to start. But obviously they still wanted to start Jacoby Brissett, which tells me they think Brissett and Tua are kind of the same guy. All right, now look, I've said before the Dolphins should start two of the rest of the way. Figure out what they have. Do you need to go get a quarterback in the offseason or not? But clearly, that decision has already been made. We're going out for a new quarterback. Tua is not our guy. Because that that's the only thing that makes sense why Brissett starts and, and, and Tua. They wanted to start Brissett. They see these guys as kind of being the same kind. So let's see what we have in Brissett because we like the way he runs the team. We don't think he's going to make the mistakes that Tua makes. But then when he can come back in... Tua gets to stay in the game, and then Tua makes some big throws, and he runs for the go-ahead touchdown, and and the Dolphins win. You scratch your head and you go, why don't the Dolphins just give the guy a chance? I mean, watching Tua and the Dolphins every week is like going out to lunch with the couple that you know that you just say to yourselves after every time that you get together with them, you go, why don't they get divorced? Why are they together? I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't I don't understand why why Jim and Nikki are still together. I really don't get it. Because all they do is fight and then they make up, but the you hear the barbs they throw at each other during dinner and you can tell they don't talk a lot during the week. And why are they together? I don't understand. They would both be so much happier. They don't have kids, but yet they stay together and they've been together for this long. That's kind of what I want I, I watch with the Dolphins. Like you obviously want to move on from him. Why didn't you do so? Why didn't you trade to and get something? Why didn't you trade to the Washington football team? They would have taken them. They would have given you something and you could have gotten uh, at, at the trade deadline and move forward with Jacoby Brissett. Whatever else you want to do, you could have done. I don't get why because this is just useless because it's obvious they don't like him. They should have given him more of a chance. They did not. Give him at least one season throwing the football 50 times a game to show that I can or can't do it. No. They've made their decision and they've postponed the future and it's just a waste of two years because in the end that's what it's going to be. It's a waste of two years till they can go get somebody else and tonight is your shining example of it. Here's Tua, who you would think in a 2-7 and seven year, all right, he's going to start the rest of the way just to see what we got because maybe if he's great for the last eight weeks, we got something, and then we don't have to worry about quarterback. We keep we build around him. No, we're going to start Brissett, but we're going to bring him in. So now Tua is good enough to start to play but not good enough to start. There's a – this is such a mess, and the Dolphins are so dysfunctional. Only they could take a 12-point win and turn it into something where I don't understand what you're doing with the quarterbacks. I, I, I really don't. Only the Dolphins can do that. Yeah, I mean, I go back to last year where you had Fitzmagic there, and you were caught in no man's land because you were winning games even before Tua was cleared to come back and, and you were going to start going down that experiment and with the quick uh, hook that would come in and put 
Fitzpatrick back in is that I, I think you were arrived a year early in terms of the rebuilding process. So it became a, all right, do we push towards the playoffs or do we just take it for what it is? And he's going to take his lumps if we lose. And I think you, you got conflicted there, both as a staff, the ownership fans, right? You're, you're trying to figure out what's the best course of action. So you pulled and, and look, Fitzpatrick never turned back into you know, the pumpkin that he had every other year, right? It was the the outlier in a career that spans 16 years. Uh, a lot of opera, you know, in, inactiveness, uh, inactivity, I should say, for those first few years. And then even when he gave, got a shot by, you know, week six or seven, we saw what he was. But now we're talking about this year and you had what you thought was a great roster. Well, you know what? After nine weeks, you realized it wasn't. And if this guy's healthy enough to be in uniform, why would you not at least let him audition enough to where there's value for him in a trade capacity, right? Because you still got a couple of years left on that rookie deal. So it's not like it's some monster poison pill that another team has to take. So if he can deliver a deep ball, and we saw it tonight, and a couple of them were obviously just wide open, but a couple of floaters, right? He made a nice uh, jump pass, kind of uh, floating alley-oop thing to Adam Shaheen down inside the 10-yard the line. I mean, there, there were a couple of balls. It was like, all right, and he stood in, and he got hammered repeatedly, and he kept getting back up like he was in the middle of a Rocky movie. So it was good. <laughs> So it's good. I mean, like he auditioned well. Let him finish the job. You're not going anywhere this year, and Deshaun Watson ain't coming in this year. So why not let him, A, take the lumps if he needs to, but it's also the the learning process of, you know, showing what he is. You know, if there's uncertainty, you know, that asking price can't be too high in the offseason. Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike at Swollen Dome. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. It would only make sense. That's why the Dolphins aren't doing it. It's like, no, no, we want to be the most dysfunctional. No, come on, Houston, you get off at the top of this mountain. We're No, Lions, you get off at the top of this mountain. We want to be the most dysfunctional franchise, and we've done it. We've shown you we don't know what we're doing. Hey, that's us. We're the Dolphins, standing on top of the world. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. And uh, we got more on Cam Newton coming up in a couple of minutes, but the Odell Beckham sweepstakes are over. And the Rams are the winners because Odell wanted to come to the Rams. And for a second, just understand, this is why controlling the narrative is very important because while Odell is not a star on the field, he's at least a big name off the field. And so getting released for a player is you're released, nobody claims you on waivers, and you get signed somewhere, you're hoping to continue your career. And and Team Odell put this out like, oh, finally, we've orchestrated our, our, our way out of Cleveland. No, dude, your guy got cut. 
if he was still really good, somebody would have paid $7 million uh, to go through waivers to get him. They did not. Uh, if he was still really good, the Packers would have offered more than the, than the league minimum to bring him in to be part of that passing attack. So, yeah, if he was really still good, there would be more of a desire for him. But I give them credit because they control the narrative. And whether it was his dad putting out the video of Baker Mayfield doesn't throw to my son or the other NFL players who hit the free Odell hashtag and talked about, oh, now look how great Odell is going to be. That's the importance of of controlling the narrative. Because look, is Odell still the same guy? No, he's not. But many people are going to believe he is. And they're going to believe that this was like Odell becoming a free agent again. And it was free agent frenzy. Where's Odell going to choose? Who's he going to help make turn into a champion? He's going to be just a guy. Will he help the Rams? Yes, he will. And I've told you all this week how I thought he would help a team. Not how you expect him to, but he is going to be better than your fifth receiver. He is going to take a little bit of attention because you got to put a good DB on him. And so that would free things up across the board for other players. Yeah, that's the way it goes. But but th- this team Odell was able to make it look like, yeah, hey, this is a sweepstakes. You know, th- this is LeBron becoming a free agent. Where is he going to go? This is KD becoming a free agent. Where is he going to go? So I give them credit because I can never fault a good strategy, but the reality is Odell is just a guy, but they made it seem like, oh, what what a great big thing this is, and now finally the roulette wheel stopped, and Odell is everybody's headline everywhere. I like that. I like, I like the way you laid that out as the, the Odell Beckham Jr. train comes to L.A. I, nobody has any idea how this works out from a performance perspective, and I'm not just talking about the box score. Right, all of it. Because, I mean, a lot of guys in Cleveland had his back on social media. The, the thing with his dad, how much of that did he feed in? How much of that was really him orchestrating it and finding the video editor and everything else? We'll never know. Or maybe we will if, if this goes right. Uh, but he got himself out, and he wasn't worth $7.25 million. Right, That's what teams decided, and, and you look at it as it's, it comes down now, it's looking like it's $1.25 million was one of the numbers I saw floated about t- today. So you have that plus the, the other money he was still getting from Cleveland. Uh, finishes off with a, a pretty decent salary. Now, now it's all a matter of fit and, and what he becomes, and we talked about it as an incremental uh, adjustment, right? Deshaun Jackson – didn't like his role. And let's face it, could you count on Deshaun Jackson on a week-to-week basis for health and performance? No. Off in Las Vegas, good luck. Now with the the Rams, they, they decide, let's go get Odell Beckham Jr. Jay Glazer told us they put in for Josh Reynolds, didn't get him. So again, you know, the pecking order of what they wanted to do versus what they did. Odell, and he'll have to reconcile that he wasn't first choice there based on that report, right? So, you know, all of it trying to figure out how he gets fed. Does he get enough balls thrown in his general direction? Uh, But it's a much bigger play when we look at what the Rams are are trying to accomplish and Odell trying to find his role in it. But it's curious when you have marquee players become available in season, the amount of talking and – and speculation all over the place. And then in the 11th hour, it's like, oh, yeah, the Rams are in, is what I'm hearing. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> turn, turn that around. So, But what it does, I mean, and it puts the spotlight back on Matthew Stafford, right? You made the big move to go and get him. A lot of assets traded to, to push forward. So 
he's the guy ultimately now that has to try to make it work. But he does have the fact that Odell and with the Giants and with the Cleveland Browns, you've got enough of a track record to say, all right, how much is on him? And with Stafford, people can just still just say, well, like you with your Jets commentary, well, it was part of being with the Lions all those years. <laughs> what are you going to do? He's with the Lions. Well, it is true. He was there. That is, that is true. He Can't was with the that. Jets. Ah, that's true. That's true. Well, I mean, that that's a nice way to, to cop out for a degree. I mean, you still have to be beholden to what what you are uh, in the process. So I, I'm, I'm curious, you know, how quickly – because we'd heard, what, Monday was what everybody was starting to report, right? He mm-hmm. wanted to wait for the weekend to settle, see what teams did, how they – yeah, they played the where the biggest need was and, and hoping someone would get desperate. And then just like that, the snap of the fingers. So whatever that last call was, the last pitch, I mean, go check his phone. Uh, you know, the Mets jokes were out there. <laughs> Certainly for you, they were. Uh, but, you know, what What was the recruiting process? Right, because we know the guys in, in Kansas City um, didn't. The guys in Seattle did. We know New England put on a full court press. I'd be curious to see what the rest of the pitch was from the Rams when it's all said and done and we have that introductory press conference. Oh, sure. Oh, sure. It's going to be be Sean McVay's going to say, I was in my office and the phone call came and said, it's Odell. I answered the phone. I said, hey, he's going to say I was on on vacation on an off day. And lo and behold, there was Odell Beckham just hanging out. <laughs> Is it going to be a repeat of the Matt Stafford deal? Yeah. Hey, guess what? I didn't know. They said, Odell's on the phone. I said, Odell who? They said, Odell Beckham. I said, okay. I answered the phone. He said, I want to show up there. It's like, all right, come on in. And we got Odell Beckham. That's how it's going to go. How did you get this number? No. I... <laughs> Is this really Odell? Am I being punked? I don't want to be Are punked. you going to eventually ask me about my car warranty? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, no one's been punked for 15 years, okay? It's not hip anymore. Oh, okay, okay, great. But look, you know, it's funny you say that because that's really what the at the heart of this is. At the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon is that the Rams have shown that they are not scared going after players who mm-hmm. have baggage, who carry a hefty price tag. They're not afraid of trading draft picks for proven players. They're not afraid of anything. And as a result, look, they've kept their window to win a Super Bowl open, right? I mean, it's, it's, it's happened, right? They've kept it open for this long. So why is this? Why are they doing this? They do something that so many other teams should, but they don't. Because still in an advanced era in, in sports where you should be thinking outside the box for, for different ways, most the vast majority of teams look at player personnel as we'll make trade to the deadline, We'll make our moves in the offseason, and we'll look at free agents. We'll, we'll, get a, we'll get a good look at what our team is going to look like in the offseason. We'll take a breath after the regular season, and we'll see what our team is going to look like and see the holes we're going to need to fill. We'll go after the free agents that way. And that's such an archaic way of thinking because the, the Rams think about it like you need to, and that is that player personnel is a 365-day-a-year enterprise. It's not just we'll, we'll look to move somebody at the deadline or when talent becomes available, if you think it's going to help you, 
Go get it because you're not guaranteed to have anybody else walking through that door. There are so many players in the NBA over the course of the NBA season, stars that are unhappy with their team, and they wind up staying there until they get bought out or they wait till the offseason. And I scratch my head and go, why? Why can't a team who needs a center who rebounds and runs the floor well, why can't they go out and get him when he's clearly a guy they would go after in the offseason? Because we want to see where we're at, what we're spending money as. That's how teams lose. If you see a guy that's going to help you, go out and get him, whether it's the trade deadline, whether it's the offseason, where it's someone who becomes available because they're unhappy at their team, they get waived, whatever it is, go get that guy because that's what's going to make you better. Because once you hit free agency, you're competing with everybody else who may want this player, who may want this lockdown cornerback. And you know what? You can say, well, we got a lot of money to spend. Doesn't mean people are going to take your money. Just because you have the cash doesn't mean they're going to go there. Look at the Knicks. For years it was, oh, we don't want to ruin anything because we got all this money in the offseason. Dude, nobody took your money. And you're re-signing Taj Gibson every year for $30 million. So th- this is why you have, to, uh, you have to take a different look at it. And the Rams do that. They look at it as, when does talent become available? This guy's upset. Let's go get him. Hey, at the deadline we get Von Miller. A couple weeks later we go get Odell Beckham. They will do it whenever they can. If more teams did this, they would find themselves at, at a more successful rate because they would be able to bring the talent in when you're not fighting with everybody else over it. Because at, in the offseason, everybody's, everybody's got their checkbooks open. Everybody, everybody wants to do it there. That's when you want to go, right? Like, if you want to go to Midnight Madness, right? If you want to go, when, when am I going to be able to get my stuff? Oh, you know what I'm going to do? Midnight Madness, the store opens it at 7, but I'm going to go at, like, midnight because I'm going to let people go for a few hours, and that's when I'll be ready. I'll finish everything at Thanksgiving. No, dude, you got to get there at 7 because by the time you get to midnight, everybody's going. Gone. All the stuff is gone off the shelves. You can't buy anything. You have to go when the iron is hot, and that's what the Rams do, and that's why their Super Bowl window is still open. Well, and I think that's it. You've got to think differently, right? How do you how do you go and, and make a lot of money in in a, in a business environment or, or looking at? Stocks. You can go the blue chip route or you can go into the alternative assets. You can go and, and zag, right, and look at what the market will be going. Likewise, it, when you're looking at players and the natural business cycle of any sports league, right, you've got to figure out how to disrupt things, right? We always talk about disruption. Uh, do it during business school, going to get the MBA. That's all it was. White papers on disruptors to an industry and how they change supply chain. Gee, uh, I've got a couple of friends that are professors doing that right now. Uh, relatives that are about set to make a killing, given all the givens going on with supply chain uh, in, in our country and across the globe. But same thing in, in determining, right? We talk and people wring their hands and get mad about analytics. There was a report that you know Major League Baseball is going to try try to add war as like a determining factor in arbitration and such, which is going to be a whole other nightmare. Uh, and why there's more work stoppage uh, talk starting up. But j- just the idea of you're you're trying to find a wrinkle to the way things have o- and and how business or whatever it is has always been done. Right. And it it may not be perfect, but you're trying to go through different iterations and trying to buck the system and figure out where you can create your own efficiencies and advantages. And that's what the Rams are doing. We saw it with the Braves in Major League Baseball would have been very easy to punt down the season. Right. Where they were. It's like, all right, we're we're okay. 
But no, let's go make some acquisitions and push, right? The Dodgers year after year. Yes, they have all, a giant pile of money to draw from, but you're also still looking at, you know, when you've got a, a core of players to go and maximize what you can do. Now, the fact that you can buy, uh, you know, a, a shiny new toy to make up for a mistake that you made or, or a decision that kind of gets put, you know, off the field, like this year with the Trevor Bauer situation unfolds while well, they're able to go get Trey Turner and Max Scherzer. They end up not winning the World Series, but they go for it. And the fans appreciate it. They come in droves. And as a team, they, they remain hungry. For the Rams, it, it's become the same element. Knowing that for the entertainment dollar in Los Angeles, you're competing with a lot of different things, man. <laughs> so many things. Not, not just the beach, but, you know, theater and other sports teams and just so many entertainment vehicles that folks can go use their money uh, and their eyeballs to, to go and, and, and patronize any of those other things. So, you know, you, you need to be a winner if you're going to break through. So that's the attitude that they have, and I, and I have to appreciate it. Will it necessarily work? I don't know. Von Miller going to stay healthy for the rest of the season? Maybe. Will Odell Beckham Jr. stay healthy for the rest of the season? I don't know. Last couple of years for everybody wants to talk about performance. The fact that he hasn't been able to be on the field for long blocks of time kind of has a makes it a problem, doesn't it? Mm. Right? That seems to have been summarily ignored in terms of what 2020 and 2021 became. And that doesn't mean that there wasn't an effectiveness and efficiency gained by Baker Mayfield and that offense with the run game. And obviously they, they invested a couple of Brinks trucks worth of cash into that offensive line this week. But I don't know what he is. And whether he can stay healthy or whether we can have shades of the guy from years ago. But you know what? I like that they took the shot. Change the game, baby. That's the hashtag of the White Sox. That's the way they're trying to do it. Change up how you play baseball. Change up how you scout. For the Rams, it at least adds a little bit element of excitement and, and shaking it up in season when you are already performing well. Because that's the thing that folks need to remember. This wasn't a, ah, crap, we're sinking no, this was, all right, we're playing well and playing improvisational games going yes and. That's what they did today. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. I'm George Reister, host of the Reister or Wrong podcast. This is the intersection where sports, business, society, and pop culture meet the truth absolute fire on mondays wednesdays and fridays facts only make sure you check your feelings at the door because no bs is allowed we keep it 100 this is where real conversations happen listen to the right or wrong podcast on the iHeartRadio app apple podcast or wherever you get your podcasts witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. 
Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern. Only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. I'm going to eat that ass up. Uh, So before we get to final thoughts on the Ravens loss tonight to the Dolphins, Cam Newton comes back to where it all began. Uh, Welcome back. He is back with the Carolina Panthers after the Panthers want to move on from Sam Darnold, who is injured for the next four to five weeks. Doesn't matter. This is how badly they want to move on from Sam Darnold. They went back to get Cam Newton, who is not the same guy he was a few years ago, who was at the end that was unemployed. And this is how desperate they are. They gave him four and a half million dollars to come back and play. They could have given him, you know, 10 bucks a day in meal money. And he would have said, yes, I'll come back and play quarterback. This is how we move on. 
on from Sam Darnold. We told you that he was only had a couple weeks left to be a starter in the NFL because Darnold was the same guy he was with the Jets. That got exacerbated by his injury, and that's how he's going to not start again. They're not going to bring him back. He's not going to start unless everybody else gets hurt and they have nobody else. But this is why they're going to get Cam. This is why they went back to get Cam Newton. So just understand that the Darnold era is over in Carolina. But the big thing, Mike, is that, and I don't want this to get lost because we spent so much time talking about Aaron Rodgers and his decision to not get vaccinated and, and, and what it's played and the and the the havoc it's played with the Packers and the NFL this week when it's also happened with guys like Kyrie Irving as well, who doesn't want to get vaccinated. We had it earlier in the season with Carson Wentz and Kirk Cousins is that Cam Newton, when he was let go by the Patriots was not vaccinated. And I don't think that was part of the decision to let him go. Clearly if Cam Newton was a really good player, they would have gone and been okay with him being not vaccinated and figured out a way, but it didn't help him. And it certainly wasn't going to help him get a new job in the NFL. It wasn't the number one qualification was, boy, you got to be vaccinated. But when you're Cam Newton and you're diminishing returns and no one knows if you can still play, and here's the thing, he probably can't. This is a desperation move by the Panthers. Uh, not being vaccinated is, is, is like the second nail in the coffin for you. Now we're really not going to bring you in. But... I give Cam Newton a lot of credit because you know what he did? He went out and got vaccinated, said he still wanted to play football. He decided that I don't want to give away my career because of an unknown reason why I don't want to get vaccinated. Whether I'm afraid of the vaccine or my cousin told me at a party that they track you or there's stuff that they put in you that in 10 years is going to come back and kill Whatever it was, all these crazy things that people want to throw out there. So this is why I don't want to get vaccinated. He said, no, I want to do things in my life and career. I want to show that I'm a leader. I want to do this. And here he is getting a chance to play. Because if he wasn't vaccinated, I don't know that he gets this second chance. Because he is a guy with diminishing returns. But showing that, that made it easier to say, yes, Cam, come on and do it. Whether he really wanted to get vaccinated or not. And you know he didn't because he said, no, I'm not vaxxed, I'm not vaxxed, I'm not vaxxed. Then when he's faced with this is the end of your NFL career, oh, okay, I better get vaccinated. So this tells me that some people who aren't vaccinated, uh, how badly do they really feel they don't want to get vaccinated? I'll do it to prove a point, but then when that point gets too difficult to prove, yes, I'll get vaccinated. But this was still a great move by Cam because this is someone who shows I still really want to play. And again, in 10 years, I want to go to all the people that threw their careers away or or made everything more difficult, ruined their reputations and say to them, was it really worth it not getting vaccinated? Was it really worth it? Was it really worth it, Nick Rolovich or Kyrie Irving or anybody else? Was it really worth it to not get vaccinated, to, to take everything you've done in your life and just throw it away because for some reason you don't want to get vaccinated? Aaron Rodgers ruined his reputation. No one will ever think of him the same way again. Already his State Farm commercials are getting taken off the air because – not being vaccinated is not a popular take, right? It's not, oh, it's this, that. It's not political and it's not anything. It's not a popular take, and you're seeing this happen. Was it really worth it? That's what I want to ask people in 10 years because I guarantee you Cam thought about that, and he said, no, I don't want to be that guy. I want to make sure if I'm not playing football anymore, I exhaust every avenue I possibly can before I have to retire and walk away from the game. And here he is now. He's going to be starting the NFL probably next week for Carolina. Well, that's the the question, right? You know, I'm, I'll be curious to see at his press conference, right, 
it. We had all the photo ops and everything today, but eventually meet with the media, find out, you know, where his head was, right? A couple of months to maybe ask more questions, maybe find some of the answers he was looking for. Maybe it was a, enough time for friends, family, you know, that had gone down that path that maybe he felt more comfortable. And maybe it was as simple as this is my only way back into to football. I don't know. Somewhere between all of those things, you know, the truth lies and, and maybe we'll get a little glimpse into his thinking when he meets with the media. But either way, makes a decision and he's, he's back in. Right. It's one variable that while it's not eliminated altogether, obviously, you can still have a positive test. It allows for the protocols because coming out of Aaron Rodgers and Alan Lazard and what the Packers had going on, even though they only got hit with one instance, right, as far as the fines and that schedule, you know, there a it was all season long. But B, you know, that the NFL is probably going to be more vigilant going forward because it was a public nightmare. Uh, in, in many ways to have to uh, address this over several days. So for Cam Newton, the, he took the, the path back, and now we'll try to figure out exactly what he is as a football player. You say desperate. I say you're still looking at the playoff picture. Trade deadline is over, and now you're still hoping you can catch lightning in a bottle. Maybe Cam News- Newton can put that Superman suit on one more time. Oh, look at you. Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome. Okay, coming off of Thursday Night Football, your level of concern, if one is I'm not concerned at all and 10 is, oh, my God, this is awful, your level of concern for the Ravens after they lost to the Dolphins. With the schedule coming forward, about a four and a half. Ooh. See, I am li- I'm still at like a one. The personnel bother the the per- they got exposed a little more oh, today. I think everything is still fine. Maybe they'll maybe they'll be able to get Odell. He'll get waved by the Can Rams. Can he play and defensive back with him? Sure. Maybe they'll trade for Mike White. Oh, the deadline's over. Oh, it happens. My buddy Ben Maller coming up next. This is Fox. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with Five Good Things, a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app. Billy Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billy's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me, like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it gonna like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. 
Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club.